0: So it's time for a retrospective. We've been recording for over two years at this point. We finished season one. And it's been a wild ride since this whole thing started, even for me and, well, when I started I only had half an idea of what I was going to do with this, but that'd be nice to kind of go over and look at how things have changed since the beginning. Because I think originally this was going to be a Starfinder podcast and Casey was going to DM it.
1: I don't know if I was going to DM. I may have been. It was Starfinder. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were thinking
0: about you DMing because your character was the captain of the ship. Maybe. Yeah, that might have been. Weren't we going to, like, rotate DMs? Yeah, that might have been. Yeah. Yeah,
2: we were going to rotate it.
0: And then I had, and I was like, hey, I have an idea, can I start? And two years later. <laughs> which I will say, if y'all ever want to do something of your own, I fully support that and will help with the editing. But I've, I've got a ways to go before this campaign reaches its end, and I have lots of plans for everyone, including arcs that lead up to secret backstory reveals, which season one, that character. Arc led to Farida's big reveal, which was how she's famous on this side of the universe. Yeah. But I'm kind of curious when we were first getting started, what were y'all expecting going in? Relation to what? What ended up happening, or at least like the first couple of sessions leading into when your characters found out about the Alliance. Not gonna lie, there was at one point when the big reveal about Spectra being Promethean was at some point she was just going to have robotic arms. I decided against that, but at one point it was going to be she took her jacket off and she had robot arms. And then you guys at one point were thinking about all being Promethean. I'm like, oh, that's no so oh, fun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was funny.
0: So then I ended up deciding that she would be part Promethean, part cash, and that has led to her being a very unique individual.
1: Yeah. I was between forged and Promethean because I knew I wanted to be a Marshall character. I'd never played a campaign before this? I don't know if that was made clear by the fact that I didn't know what I was doing for the first several episodes. Oh, none of us did.
0: <laughs> okay. I had like half an idea of what I was doing. There's a reason I stuck y'all in a part of space you weren't going to be spending a lot of time in so I could figure out what the rest
1: of the universe looked like. But, yeah. And Marshall seemed like the simplest character to play yeah and then you decided that your martial character would also have
0: amnesia which has been a lot of fun for me
1: yeah (laughs) so do you want the big why anima has amnesia from behind the curtain
0: yes this is this is our chance to do a peek behind the curtain
1: so peek behind the curtain Why Anima has amnesia is because I didn't know how much I was supposed to influence the story (laughs) with my character's backstory, so I just didn't give her one.
0: (laughs) That's fair. My thing is, is like, I've- because that was- this was my first time DMing anything, and I've definitely learned. I love character backstories that influence the campaign. Influence the world because that it helps build a world that more people enjoy and is also less work for me and leads to some fun and interesting developments like having to figure out how mega corporations work and figuring out more about different parts of the underground, which also leads has led to some interesting conversations, also, figuring out how. What The music industry looks like, and how someone could possibly be set up as a big time musician and have no idea.
2: Yeah, I know there was one conversation we had where it was like, Well, what's what's Vi's idea of the Shadow Net? Because <laughs> it's like, Well, this, 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 yeah. this, and this, and you were like, Okay, <laughs> let's, let's tone it down a little bit. <laughs> like, okay, fair.
0: Yeah. It was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night and I was helping another store with inventory. I think they let me go home at like 1 o'clock in the morning, but I didn't have a lot to do. It was just kind of watching over people. So I was just like, so hey, let's work on the underworld a bit. (laughs) I guess that kind of leads to like, what are some ways your character has changed throughout the campaign, both in things you expected and unexpected bits? Because I know at first we weren't entirely sure about the connection between Farida and Vi other than Vi made Farida's um, caller. But I also remember we once had a long conversation about how you guys, y'all became friends and you would go out for drinks, and I don't know if that actually made it into the recording.
3: I mean, that's the way that I always treated that interaction between the two of them. So mm-hmm. even if it felt too familiar for Vi to be receiving. Farida was always the, treating her as the the friendly watering hole partner.
2: Yeah, Vi, Vi was definitely friendly, yeah. and I would say less paranoid in terms of Farida, where like they sort of bounce ideas off of each other. Especially like you could see towards the end, we were trying to figure out what to do with Sage or yeah, with Sage or
0: Sash. That's what
2: it is um, sash. sash. Sorry.
0: Sage was, yeah. Sage was the was the one you rescued. Yeah.
2: With what to do with Sash. It was like, well I don't know if we should trust her. Maybe we should just like, you know, keep her away. And it was like, okay, let's 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 step back a little bit from that. It's like, okay, fair enough. But yeah, um the only thing really that I can think of that we didn't that I didn't know about, and so Maybe because a bit of a disjoint was just not knowing that Farida's dad was basically the head of the, what was it, FBI?
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, I feel yeah. like CIA might be a little better.
2: Okay, yeah, CIA. Basically, he was a, like a retired general head of this of a major security thing in the Federation. But other than that, yeah, it was Vi and Farida were friends, and then Anima was sort of a newcomer to the
1: dynamic. An unknown entity. Here's the thing about Anima. Anima, how I play her hasn't necessarily changed, but she, well, she's changed a little bit. But mostly what's changed more is Anima from concept to player character that I actually can play long term. I've worked with you a lot on different parts of her backstory, Not even that, not even that, not even that, not even that. But, so, the original concept for Anima, well, not even for Anima, just for my character, because she wasn't Anima at that point, was the, like, always in control, never show weakness, old hand soldier trope. And then I went, hmm, maybe not, (laughs) actually. (laughs) I don't know if I could do that long term.
2: I did forget to mention the one thing that changed with Vi between then and now. She's kind of less paranoid mechanically, just so that she's not like rolling persuade or not persuasion, uh, perception, perception, investigation, yeah, investigation insight checks on every everything. five minutes. Yeah, and that was just more because it's it's funny. It was funny at times, like the thing with the leaf. Her like glaring <laughs> at a leaf that she didn't see five minutes ago was fun,
0: but. That was that was also a joke I snuck in. <laughs> yeah. It was just
2: like, I was worried that it would be dragging the story down and not be, and just kind of be boring. So I sort of stopped and assumed, well, she has high perceptions, so I'm assuming if it's somewhat nearby and it's not,
0: like, actively trying to hide... Yeah, and I've definitely grown and learned a lot since I started, so it's one of those if something's going on, you're most likely going to be the one that notices it, especially if it's something like kind of covert and sneaky. And there's just different things that each of you might be more likely to notice. And what about for Perida? What was it like playing her from the start and throughout the adventure?
3: Well, she was originally built as a way to fill out the team with more ranged options. Mechanically speaking, it was a character created to control a battlefield, move people around, be useful in some social situations, and as this particular portion of the campaign was less combat-focused and more on the social side, it became more of a support for the other two's interests and stories, I think. Even though Farida's story is the one that kind of ended in this section, that kind of, I felt, functioned as a bit of a platform, a guide to inform the way that the other two were were appearing, how they kind of grew into this adventurer type. As uh, for her, what she was already doing, a kind of USO singer type of thing, was already focused a bit around the adventure. So she was less worried then maybe the other two on what would be happening now that she was on an airship on a ship and doing stuff like that because she kind of had already been being shipped around the the empire federation being shipped around the federation i don't even play any game that has an empire i don't know why i'm going that way
0: it is very similar to like the star wars empire but not gonna like i was binging a lot of star trek the next generation At the start of this campaign, and that might have had some influence on it, even though the Federation is not like the Star Trek Federation at all. That would be more of the alliance, so it's not quite the same.
3: Right. So yeah, she's less surprised, more ready to listen to the commands of the the officer on board. So, went from a a combat focus to a, a social focus, at which point the kind of medium charisma that she had you know, made for interesting roleplay.
0: You did a very good job of being distractions in Fritzball. <laughs> I think that was... I had a lot of fun with that sort of social combat encounter, almost. It was a people puzzle. And you guys were able to get away before the cops
1: arrived. People puzzles are fun when none of your characters have a particularly high charisma score. Yeah, it
0: has very entertaining.
1: I don't know Vi's charisma, but Anima's charisma is plus
2: one. I think Vi's is like plus one or plus two, but she has proficiency, I think, in persuasion? Somehow? I
0: think that's a traitor thing. A crafter. That would make sense with your class, considering you're basically a spy. Yeah,
2: but with her personality, it'd probably be more intimidation. (laughs) At times, it depends yeah. on how they reacted to her.
0: There's the persuading with hints at threats, and then there's persuading with actual, with very pointed threats, yeah. As they make a stabbing <laughs> motion. Not gonna, like, I did kind of near the end forget that Vibe was an assassin when I introduced a certain volunist stowaway named Sash. Because fun fact, originally Sash was playing to be a, like, actual like, identity thief.
2: Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I realized I was like, okay, that's- I decided to change it a bit, and that's how we got the scared kid who was stuck in an unfortunate situation because he picked the wrong person's pocket and was getting blackmailed.
2: The idea of Sash being, like, an identity thief, that would
1: go so badly for her. <laughs> It would go so badly.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, she would have absolutely flipped on Trigger, I just realized, uh, she might not get the chance (laughs)
2: to. Yeah, no. No, I don't think Vi would have. Oh, yeah. I think the rest of the crew would have to get there before
0: Vi. (laughs) Yeah. Either that or Nell would have to step (laughs) in, which I- Nell has definitely grown a lot, especially in- Recorded bits that have not been published yet, but Nell was just a random combat AI and you
1: now she's the ship AI and Yeah, no, I think I think if Vi had gone after Sash, there would have been PvP. <laughs>
2: <laughs> as like a teenager, yes. But like as an identity thief? No no. Oh just in general.
1: Even as an identity thief. Anima would have bodily stopped you if she had needed to. Oh boy.
3: To be clear, at the end of the first session, I'm pretty sure we said Vi walked out of the room towards the pod. At the beginning of the following session, Vi was sitting down again, and there was a lot of, oh no, we can't just kill a random person. And I'm like, okay, that person is already dead though. (laughs) According to the previous session, that person's already dead.
2: I don't think it was that Vi was immediately going to kill them, per se, I remember at the end of one session, us talking about letting the, the stowaway at that point, or not the stowaway. The person you rescued from the, the escape pod. Yeah. It's like they were trying to do something weird with the ship's helm. And so I thought at the end of the session, the plan was, okay, Nell's going to make sure that it doesn't actually happen, but what if we let them think that they broke through and go to the helm and then corner them? Once that they're there. That was the there. End of the second session. Okay, that yeah. was the end of the second. Okay.
3: Because this drama played out yeah. over three different sessions. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's
0: true. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah. And then Sash didn't actually do it. <laughs> yeah,
2: Sash was just a good girl. <laughs> was just behaving herself in her
3: room.
0: <laughs> Let's be real. Sash is probably just trying to hack into the ship's Wi-Fi. <laughs> accidentally broke into some other stuff. It's like... Well, trying to figure out who exactly picked her up and then hacking into the Wi-Fi so she could watch yeah. movies or something. Yeah, there are a couple of things that got changed into adjusted. the... Also, I've been trying to keep the thread of what's going on in the Federation after the Jaeger explosion, Which it was really fun seeing how y'all reacted to that. Going back to the beginning yeah. with how I had the reveal of... Shadow was actually Spectra. Yeah. yeah. Shadow is not who she appeared to be, and neither was Sona. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Because that was my plan all along, but what'd y'all think about that?
3: I like the robot. That is, the reveal that the robot was not the robot.
0: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. She ended up being this absolute bubbly teenager personality, which I'm like, this wasn't my original plan, but this is how she came out, so this is this is just Tally now. It's okay. This is just how Tally is. So looking back, it's probably good that Vi wasn't
2: like, what well, if this is a double cross? <laughs> Cause that would have ended badly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would've been really funny. Yeah, but <laughs> Yeah, looking back. Especially when I was going back through and editing stuff, because usually as I was editing, it was stuff that happened, like, months ago. Yeah. Because I've been very behind for a while. And When I was editing in the vault section with the second challenge, the Blair vault, the second challenge was when you all were separated. Okay, yeah, that. I had you each face the same choice, but looking back, I realized... What if I had changed the choices? Make you choose between the thing you want and protecting a friend. Basically making it more interesting and more challenging and also leaving room for failure. Because that was something I was nervous about as well as just combat in general because let's be real, Paragon Labs would have been so much more interesting if they were actual pirates. That could have been more fun than just potential oozes or at least Have higher stakes, in a way. Yeah, that's okay. We were all still learning. What have been some of your favorite moments so far? Just either individual character
1: moments or group moments? Or favorite story plot threads? I will say, I know I'm the one who started it. I made the joke, but everyone else kind of dogpiled. Anima picking clothes for herself for the first time. Oh, yeah. The cyborg fashion show where you
0: were surprised I actually named the episode
1: Yeah, That
2: That was fun.
1: Also, (laughs) Vi and Farida desperately attempting to give information to Anima while she's talking to Sash, and (laughs) Anima patently (laughs) ignoring both of you. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So here's all that we know about
0: Voldemort.
2: What are you doing?
0: (laughs) It's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Oh, that was hilarious. And that was where we realized how very, very different Anima and Vi are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah.
0: Very different. Verita did serve as a balance to that, even with her personal brand of some kind, amount of chaos.
3: I like the fixing of Anima's suit.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was cool. That was a fun character bonding moment and a good way to look at it. Her moving forward. Also, her sp- suit smells better now. Y'all are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you know you love us. I'd say
2: probably my favorite parts. Let's see. The alone with Vi would either be. I was thinking the dream sequence. Definitely after the the not the Blair vault, but the vault. Yeah. That was really interesting.
0: Yeah, that was just. I had. I had thought. And- I was so glad I asked yeah. that question. Because, like, when you were like, that was like. Cause I didn't oh. expect that answer. <laughs> oh, what would she think? <laughs> yeah, it was a good way to vaguely hint at backstory things that no one else quite knows about. And I got to slip in a little something.
2: So, another thing when Z is in Fairta's parents' house, and we find out, oh, they're already <laughs> gone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that whole thing. That was, that was fun. And? Yeah.
3: yeah. (laughs)
0: It's like, oh. Yeah, Victor and I had planned some of the parts of that off screen.
3: Previously, you mentioned the not knowing that her dad is CIA. Yeah. And I think, I think that it honestly kind of makes sense. Like, no one's supposed to know that. And the amount of impact that it has on the story is supposed to be as minimal as possible, Mm -hmm. which is explicitly why nobody knows about it. You know, yeah, it doesn't affect the things that Farida knows because he doesn't bring his work home. So, yeah, I was like, oh, this is a nice way to give her an out, also Mm -hmm. to explain why she's doing the USO thing. Mm -hmm. Because nepotism is fantastic, and yeah, generally to uh, to kind of tie in a little bit more with the world, maybe explain some of why after a while. Vi would be fine with hanging around Farida especially after that meeting with her dad because originally Vi would have maybe been like ooh I need to make sure that this isn't like a loose end or anything like that but then like the more time you spend with Farida at the bar you're like oh she has no idea and he is keeping his word he's just he just knows
1: yeah
0: I will say, that part of the conversation about what that happened didn't make it into any of the episodes. If you'd like to recap another behind-the-scenes peek at that particular meeting.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can do
0: that.
3: Well, if it got completely cut out, though.
0: At least certain parts of it, because I know there was some backstory drop, but...
2: What probably the best explanation is, Vi went in... This is Farida's friend. She wasn't expecting either of her parents to realize that she's an assassin because she's not really that big of a fish, I guess, a metaphorical fish in the um in the underworld. And Farida's dad recognized her as, I guess, being from the underworld, and what was it like almost instant a in meeting?
0: He checked the wrist blades.
3: Well, yeah, it was the handshake, and he was like. Wait a second. He <laughs> just slipped his fingers underneath the sleeve, and is like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a familiar, normal thing that he does when yeah. he eats people." And it's like, it's
0: weird. Um, <laughs> it's weird unless you happen to know exactly what he's looking for.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. In which case, for Vi, that probably would have been terrifying. But he was chill with it. Basically. And then I think
3: there was something about the the special. Crafting pattern from that picture yes. that he had something that was of that.
0: Yes. Yeah, something that Vi recognized and he acknowledged a certain mystery yeah. in Vi's backstory. Yeah. And the fact he knows nothing. Yeah, but he didn't tell Farida about which it. Which is it's weird just... when your job is to know everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like he had explicitly been trying to figure out why he knew nothing. This wasn't a, a, a cluelessness, this was a, I have been looking everywhere and I don't see anything. Yeah. This is weird.
2: But there is a thing there. I know there's, there was a, th- there. Yeah, yeah, there is or was I, a thing. I possess
3: an item that obviously <laughs> came from here. Yeah. This is mine. But why, when I go look where it came from, there
0: there's is no nothing. answer. <laughs> Lots of mysteries that we will eventually explore. Basically every character... In this campaign has some secrets in their backstory that the other players don't know about. There's also some secrets. You all know which ones, where I'm the one that knows the answers to those. So, in the future, there will continue to be arcs that will lead to seeing what is the answer. And that goes for, like, I have plans for Vi. I have plans for Anima, which we are currently working towards. Just trying to go in the way that makes most sense in the world. Laying the threads for what I think y'all are gonna want to go for next. Hmm. Curious to see if, now with the time that has passed since someone hired you and then tried to kill you in the Federation, do we have any new theories about who that might be or why? Or who the she in that bonus episode was? Because in, in that bonus episode, whoever hired you or whoever was working for that got the report that nothing was in the cargo bay. And then when they when they looked at the crew log, was surprised by one of the people that was on it. And then they saw someone else and were like, oh, she might still be alive. Mm. Do we have any theories about because the only other creepy bonus episode, you already know
2: who that is. Okay, so it is two different people, because I thought it was one person that they didn't want on the ship. And then after thinking about it, they're like, okay, yeah, she's probably still alive. I thought that was one person and not two.
0: Hang on, I think I still have a script somewhere for how exactly that conversation went.
1: Because that's been a meta.
2: <laughs> yeah, I almost suggested, like, can we re-listen re- to
0: it? Because it's been a little bit.
1: Hot minute. Yeah. In a hot minute.
0: Yeah. He trailed off as his focus shifted to another of the faces. The person who's freaking out about one of the people noticed another person's picture. And then it such to could it be? Is it possible? Perhaps all is not lost, just altered in a way I could never have foreseen. This could prove interesting indeed. I knew the universe
1: wouldn't let all my work go to waste. Don't like that. Yeah. Don't like those things that are coming out of your mouth right now. No. Not a fan of that. But I don't have any theories. It's no thoughts head empty over here, boys. (laughs) I mean... No thoughts, just anxiety. (laughs) Oh.
2: (laughs) I have a couple of theories. Okay, so the one person he didn't want, mysterious person did not want her, and then they were like, okay, that person's still... Because they are with someone else, after he noticed them, that was when...
0: Yeah. Like, saw one face, started freaking out, saw another face. Okay. And somehow, brain went from these people that are all dead to, okay, they might still be alive. Okay. Here's the problem. I don't want to accidentally cause, like, season two spoilers. Well, you could share the idea and I could always, like, trim things out of it. Or put a weird sound effect over certain words. Yeah, that's true. So originally when I first
2: heard it, I thought the person that they didn't want to lose was Anima. Because as far as we know, she's the only Ashenforged Well, we were both calling we were calling both groups of Ashenforged in the Federation Ashenforged, I believe. But
0: Yes, and then we changed it to Ashenguard, because that was just different enough to where my brain was able to differentiate yeah. it. Yeah and then Discount Dungeon had their own Ashen Guard, so now my brain treats them both as the same level of actual thing, and I'm like, damn it, which one's which? <laughs>
2: yeah, because I think my brain was thinking that Anima might have been sort of the unintentional start of the Ashen Guard, or at least be helping in the research for them, but thinking about it now, the Ashen Guard has been there a lot longer than Anima was in... A hundred years. Okay, that was a hundred years. Okay, good.
0: Yeah. The Ashen Guard, they started appearing about a hundred years ago. Okay. The Federation started making them about a hundred years ago. Okay. And that's around when also things started to shift in tone a bit. Okay. Which I guess there is a shift in tone that usually goes with starting to mass-produce soldiers. Yeah, Although, part of why you have to mass-produce them is they have a 50-year lifespan, so...
2: Yep. So now I'm thinking it could be Anima because she, even though she had amnesia, she knew more about the alliance, which would be good knowledge
1: to have. If they knew she was from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a point. I mean, then again, if they didn't make her, where else could she be from? That's a thing. There might be some people who just looked at her and thought, oh,
0: maybe, they've tri- maybe they're trying a new model. Maybe. Maybe they're like trying something different or.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Since,
0: uh, since they're treated as manless robots, maybe someone decided to get one that was like personalized. Maybe. Yeah. Someone just decided they wanted one that has red hair. Because, you know, they can afford it. Though mm. so I don't know if we ever said if the Ashen
2: Guard were like also to be part of like the bodyguarding force for like a really rich person or if it was just the military, but.
1: How much, like the pearls from Steven Universe, do we want to make the Ashen Guard? Mmm. <laughs> I feel like they would be mostly
0: military, but there might be some that go to certain influential non-military figures. Okay, okay. Because there's also, like, like government and, like, government tangential kind of things. It's a massive, overly complicated bureaucracy, and good luck figuring out who's in charge beyond the president, who I think... We haven't actually mentioned his name, you yeah, know. As I saying? oh yeah. So, person who could have gotten her
2: out, I don't know, because it could be Vi because I can see either of them getting being hard to kill. You want the corpse? You would want the corpse just to make sure they're dead. Yeah. Maybe Spectra. It depends. If if they yeah. knew someone from the Alliance came in. And was doing recon on the Federation. That's possible, but that's also very concerning in a different way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also, Spectra didn't look like Spectra.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The tally did look, look like a Belair. Which, the package being a Belair scout, I had fun with that one, too.
1: That's also a good moment. You two... Staring at this picture. What could it be? What could it be? Anima comes over and is like, those are feet. I was like, what? (laughs) That's a thing. That's a thing that has feet and legs.
0: And being able to end an episode with Spectra opening the little shuttle and she's like, well, shit. (laughs) Because she's like, well, looks like not only is this mission over. But I'm going to have to extradite the three of you and this is not going to be a fun time for anyone and not how I wanted to do this. Then the ship explodes.
2: (laughs) And we're all like... "Mm -hmm." (sighs) Was the only one who was really surprised Anima? Because I don't remember if Farida was surprised or not. I remember Farida was very
0: upset when not only the we need to leave but also the Jaeger was blown up. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yes, this was of extreme annoyance.
0: Okay, that was just annoyance. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> one of the things that Tali in the form of Sona re- reported back to Spectre when she's like, I don't think that they're gonna, we're going to need to worry about how he disappears because Tali discovered the explosive devices. <laughs> she's just like, yeah, Captain. Yeah. We're not supposed to make it back from this. We're taking them with us. Yeah. And then you got oh, got to meet the actual Tali, and then Ty when he was floating around in the anti gravity chamber, because yeah. he's not like an usual active member of the Shadow Net, but he's got some access for when he needs it. I'm pretty sure Tali set that up for him.
2: Ironic, because she doesn't have her own, from what we can gather.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, she just because like she doesn't want to hang out on there, but Fair. sometimes like he needs to contact people, and he's a good point of contact. Yeah.
2: Oh, another favorite moment. I ha- I know this is backtracking a bit from theories.
0: Oh, we've been bouncing around everywhere. It's fine. Uh, another favorite
2: moment of mine is when we were on the uh, Volna planet, and it was like the night I think after we. I was either was the night before or night after. We helped sort of subdue their new guardian.
0: That was all the same Okay.
2: Night. Okay, after that, yeah. When we were just- It was just the three talking. That was nice. Nice bonding moment.
0: There were a lot of good moments with just the three of you. Yeah. Like when you were helping Anima process the fact when she found out how the Ashenforger mm-hmm. made. Yeah, that was- that processing like, was... the fact that I am made of people, are you okay with that? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, first time I made anyone cry, and it was absolutely not intentional. But it did lead to some very, very sweet moments. And Anima has remembered a lot since then. But putting together nine years worth of memories is a lot. <laughs> mm, yeah. Any of you have questions for other players about things with their characters, or? Or interesting character questions in general? Ooh. Hmm. Not really.
3: I like the other two characters. Y'all have done a good <laughs> job making them.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything in particular except maybe... Is Anima ever maybe curious when Vi talks about Z? Or she just kind of like, that's
1: someone Vi knows, it's fine. <laughs> I generally was under the impression that you mainly talked to and or about Z when you were alone so i never really had the thought that oh we're in the same room (laughs) and you're talking about this like that okay it may have happened and i was just like not paying attention or anything that's fair and if you were talking about getting z out of there during that whole shenanigans it was you know probably like a you know, this is someone she knows and cares about that she wants to get out of a dangerous situation. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, not really. I wonder what Farida would know about Z.
2: Yeah, that is a good question. I don't think she would ever have met him in person, per se, but...
0: No. Definitely would never have known it if <laughs> I feel like Z when you started hanging out with Farida might have done like a little subtle checkup on her to make sure she's cool. <laughs> but I don't know if Farida would never have known that. Just like tailed her for a bit to make sure is not into anything bad.
3: I will say there is a lot of space where Farida doesn't care. <laughs> right? So she might hear you reference accidentally this person in conversation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you immediately tense up and are like, Oh no, I shouldn't have mentioned that. Oh crap. Oh crap. Oh crap. And then Farida is just like immediately moved on. She's <laughs> like, Oh, you're nervous and uncomfortable about something. Let's just change topic and talk about something else. Okay. She just dumps it. If it causes anxiety for someone else. Okay. <laughs> Which is probably why the variety of people that are fans of her are fans of her. Because mm-hmm. if there's any ever a moment where they're like, "Oh, I want to meet this person," and they're do- doing the like nervous in front of a celebrity thing, mm-hmm. the celebrity's like, "Bruh, you're a human being. I'm a human being. Like, it's
0: all good. You're probably ethan, but close enough. <laughs> I'm person. You person. It's we're fine. all just people. Yeah,
2: we're
3: just people.
0: It's good. You just happen to have a Russian nesting doll of disguises. <laughs> oh, no, you are a Russian nesting doll of disguises, using Casey's words. For yeah. him, I don't remember if that was in character or
1: not. Oh gosh.
3: That would in, that would imply that that Earth exists.
0: Yeah, it does. We've we've established that.
3: We
2: have.
0: Yeah, Earth exists. I think we may have answered this already.
2: Does to know that Vi is an assassin, and is just like you want to like just sort of teases her about being a hacker, or does to actually think? Maybe she's a hacker, maybe she's not, whatever.
3: I think that she can tell that Vi is not a hacker. Okay. Knows that <laughs> okay. Vi is not a hacker. Okay. But every time that Farida has asked you what you do, you say that you're a hacker. Especially when she's like, okay, I know that your jewelry is a front. What do you do? And you're like, a hacker. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> she. D- There's okay. no need to believe you. She's just repeating what you're saying.
0: Okay, all right. The jewelry store is
2: legit. It's, it's legitimate.
3: Oh yeah, no, it's it's a front. It's it has to be believable, you know.
2: Yeah, it's she does enjoy it. It's not just to be for people to be like. So what do you do? How do you have this money, <laughs> and not do anything?
3: Right.
0: It's what she wants to do. Yeah, or part of not it, what yeah. she has to do.
3: Yeah, so there's there's definitely the, like, oh I know you that you're feeding me a pile of garbage. However, comma, I'm going to repeat it, because I want you ashamed of having told me that.
2: <laughs> and Vi's like, okay. It's, it's kind
3: of that, like, that okay. like game of, like, I'm going to tell you I'm a hacker, even though I'm not a hacker. And Farid like, I'm going to tell mean... everyone you're a hacker.
2: I mean, Vi is not, not a hacker, per se, so.
0: That's just not her main thing. Have you had any ideas for the name of your jewelry store, at least on the Federation side yet, or... I don't know.
2: I've been definitely thinking about some sort of universe term included in it. Oh, okay, how about for the Federation, astral gems? Because I like that, but I don't know if that'll be the one for the Alliance.
0: Yeah. You might want to change it. Also, fun fact, the thing that I forgot until I was editing it, Vi, you still have a stack of dossiers that Trigger and <laughs> yeah. compiled on people that you probably oh, yeah. know.
2: I just took those.
0: I also have the signal jammer. We need to establish if you've actually looked at those yet or not. I
2: thought we said I did. Or are you going to have Vi remember as it became a necessary?
0: Yeah, we'll go over who those are about as relevant. Yeah. I kind of like doing it that way. That way if I forget someone that's on there, and so there's less retcon room, but if y'all need to remember or know something, I'm like, you know what? Roll a thing. This might be one of the ones that you have. Leaving some things vague leads to more narrative wiggle room. Well, I think I have
2: another question. Victor, do you have any idea what Farida's, what was it, like, was it level 10 or level 11? Like, I don't know if it was a distraction or something.
0: There's either a level one or a level ten, I think of yeah. the conversation after you blew out the electricity in the bar.
2: Yeah, and that was like a level seven or something. And we were like, you don't want a level ten. We were just like, no, you don't want that. <laughs> oh, what is the
3: what is what does level ten look like? Yeah. Well, she's an engineer. Level ten looks like this is now nationwide news.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair.
3: It doesn't take a whole lot to destabilize, for example, a building. Yeah. And that would be not great for a whole lot of people. You know, some (laughs) shady places maybe aren't up to code. Maybe just one, pulling out one small piece causes the whole tower to come crumbling down.
0: That's a little scary considering you guys did spend half a session talking about the likelihood you'll be framed as terrorists. Yeah. When the Federation started their investigation into the explosion of a Jaeger.
3: She's only lightly anarchistic.
0: Lightly? Yeah, I think at least my
2: idea of Farida's view on the rules is if they weren't stupid, I'd follow them.
3: (laughs) Yes, this is pretty much correct. If they weren't stupid, I'd follow them. Which does mean that the ones that aren't stupid, she does follow. Yeah. Because they're not stupid.
0: Yeah, and which also means the main reason you were not thrown in jail is because of your dad.
3: <laughs> in some cases, yes. In other cases, because she sat down in the interrogation room and said, okay, but here's what the actual law says about all these things, and none of this is going to hold up, so you're going to have to kick me out. <laughs>
0: yes. Another Farada question, since farada has gone off to do her own thing at the end of season one, what's her own thing going to look like?
3: My own thing is music, as per the usual. Though with that drive for a bit of social justice, you know. Break the rules in order to, you know, bring goodness to the world universe in this particular case.
0: Maybe see if we could get some stuff going back across the border into the Federation, stir up some trouble.
3: Yeah, no. Nah. Sandra's already got that covered, is pretty much the way that she's looking at it. He's like, eh, he knows what yeah. he's doing.
0: Just just don't question it. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So what did y'all think about that reveal? And that the whole bounty situation? Because I realized I set you up with the mystery that you didn't quite have certain pieces you needed to be able to solve it. Mm. Which was my bad.
3: I thought that it was interesting that Trigger was gonna die there was no way that he could talk himself out of it, so Trigger turned into another person. I did like that. That was kind of neat.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Trigger was originally going to be Sandra, and then I noticed, like, okay, I, I presented him wrong. Hey, PC, can I have another name? Because if you're Trigger, you will die. Yeah. Which ended up being interesting, because now I have a different character that I can use for something else, and he is literally the most pretentious I can make. There you go. Yeah, Sandro Esmond is a very, very wealthy used shuttle salesman. I have not decided yet if there's any relation to the mysterious Alliance shuttle. Oh I'm no! In space yet or not. I still haven't, I, I still don't know what I'm gonna do with that, if anything. Because it's basically like a Honda Accord.
2: So I think I, as the player, thought that, yeah, it could be the person, like someone who was behind setting up Farida's fame on the alliance side but as vi i couldn't think of a way to like get her to think that too so that's sort of where the paranoia like conspiracy board came from (laughs)
3: because i was like well
0: yeah trying to figure out what could possibly have inspired the sudden bounty to be put on your head you may have guessed by now it was the announcement that you were all dead yeah. It was the Federation announcement of your death, especially Farida's death, since that was about the only one where they got all the information right. To be fair, Shadow's information was light to begin with, but it was the only one where they got all of the information correct was Farida, which caused some- which is what caused Whisper to basically get someone to be on the lookout for her and then the wrong person found out about it and that wrong person was Trigger just said, ha, finally, I can take out the person who's been keeping the peace. Because nobody wins in war. And then he was like, what are these chaos gremlins that
2: that, that Whisper's looking for? <laughs> Wait a <laughs> minute here. I don't know if I want
0: these. So actually, in the bonus episode... He- Somehow, Sandra was able to get his hands on some of the security footage from when you robbed Sinfrith, and he recognized Vian an Anima. That's what made him think, uh, like, if they're here, she's here too. Or maybe they'll know what happened. That's why he wanted to find you too. And then Trigger was able to, like, kind of get his hands on the stills of who Whisper was looking for. And like, well, what if I can get to them first? And then he started digging and kind of figured out that most likely Gerda was one of Sandra's pet projects. And things just kind of kept escalating. Until y'all got to ruin his day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But not enough yet.
2: But I'm sure that will come (laughs)
0: later. So I'm guessing one of the things you look forward to in the future is getting a chance to kick his ass.
2: Vida's. What are some of the other things
0: you
1: look forward to seeing happen? I mean... We only, like, vaguely knew what's-his-face, and we kicked his ass pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. As evidenced by the fact that I can't remember his name. And you just said it, like, ten seconds ago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's a little fish. He just happens to be a bit of a jerk. I have plans. You all will run into him later. I don't know, what is the other things are like parts of the world or what are things you look forward to seeing in the future
1: i'm hoping eventually we see anima's clan yeah Yeah. we've mentioned and i won't go into this because it is spoilers for season two but we have mentioned friends that anima had in her youth is that the right word for an ashen forged i don't know but yeah. yeah, when you were growing mm-hmm. up. That's not a huge spoiler. Of course you've had friends. And we're all
0: things we have since decided is that clans are not particularly designated yeah. by purpose. Yeah. Because Ash and Forge sure create each one's created for a different purpose. Mm-hmm. The clans might form a little bit more around, like, ideals, mm-hmm. so clans will have action Forge of all purposes but sometimes the different family mm-hmm. dynamics because sometimes there's like little family units that form within the clan yeah because family gender all that is very fluid in space it's whatever you want it to be
1: you got lizard men there's more yeah. to worry about
2: yeah <laughs> yeah i think the, the scene of anima reuniting with her clan is gonna be really really yeah. emotional yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Dottie. Oh yeah, and reading with Dottie and, too. Yeah.
0: And also, we might get Vi reconnected with some old friends who had to disappear in the past several years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if they were actually friends, yeah. If they were sort of like frenemies, then <laughs> we'll see what happens. But
0: <laughs> Casey's laughing because one of us has already happened. Mm-hmm. It was. Fantastic. It was. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to uh to, to meeting old friends again.
2: Yeah, for the first time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And maybe forging uh, like that's... having bonding moments with playable characters and PCs in new ways, which I mean that's a, sort of a standard thing, but yeah.
1: I look forward to Distavias's to prediction coming true.
2: Yeah. Eventually, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that will make more sense in a couple of weeks dear listeners because the many sessions i did but the two of them i'm having that actually come out after our halloween special mm. and then a bit of a break for season two yeah but victor do you have any things that you look forward to seeing in this campaign well, i know you've bowed out for the time but Verda is going to continue to enjoy her music career
3: Currently, if there is anything that I'm looking forward to, I'm keeping my mouth shut about it, as that would be spoiled.
0: That is very true. true.
3: (laughs) Who knows what I might be looking forward to.
2: Oh, I have a question about Farida. Do you think Farida, like, at her first concert, would have, like, sent tickets, like, not necessarily while we're recording, of course, but, like, sort of off-screen, where Farida, like, sent everyone on the ship tickets to, like, her first concert... Okay, that's what I figured, yeah. but
1: they're gonna lose their entire mind. It's going to be amazing. Uh, absolutely.
3: Especially because the the naming of the concert would would be like out of sequence because there have been like hologram concerts, of course. Oh yeah. She'd be naming it something like the first concert. but yeah. everybody <laughs> is like, wait,
2: but it's not the first
3: concert. there've been like 20 of them, and right? It's like-
2: no, I was not aware of them. <laughs> oh my. Farida with like yes. an unlimited costuming and effects, if she wants to use effects, budget. Oh no. Yeah, your your
0: little special, what was that thing called for the dress? Oh, the galaxy dress? What was that device called?
3: It was the dress. It's the, the way that a dress looks when it's in that particular state. It's just a fancy dress that just happens to be able to stow away very easily into a little, like, harnessy thingy on her back.
0: You either get a new harness or an upgrade to that harness where you can have several outfits in there at the same time. You just push a button, spit around, and boom, you're changed.
3: Actually, the most important and interesting part about this, yes, unlimited budget and all that (laughs) stuff, but she actually has a crew. Oh, no. (laughs) So she doesn't have to run any of her effects. She can just sing.
2: But she's so used to it that she may want to do that instead, and they're like, please, let me do it. It's like, but (laughs) you don't understand. I don't
3: know. (laughs) I don't know. I have it on good authority that several members of her crew are quite capable, potentially even better than her.
2: Okay. Uh, That's fair. I think there'd maybe just, like, be a minute of, but, but, what, what do you mean I just sing?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: No, she's really into the teamwork thing, though. So, like, the moment that they're like, oh, we're gonna do this, 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 and this, they, like, look over at her, and she's also like, yeah, yes, please. (laughs) You mean I don't have to? Hell yes. And they're
0: like, of course not. You never had to. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, right. Pulls a coin off of her shoulder and, like, flips it. It, like, shoots out a little bit of fire. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Just <puts it> back. <laughs> Which one is that? Heads, tails, yeah. or edge.
3: Heads or tails. Edge Edges. doesn't look like a coin.
2: Yeah.
3: Edge looks like a boomerang.
2: Oh, okay. That's
0: adorable.
3: Because he fits like a retainer up yeah. behind your teeth.
0: Oh that's cool. A hands-free defense system. Yes. That's fair.
3: He's the laziest of the two, of the three.
2: I mean, he's not needed until it's really important, so... <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs> he was designed to be lazy. As If he can be as lazy as possible, that's the perfect outcome.
0: We miss heads and tails. But... Yeah. We may... So?
2: Well, this is spoilers for season two. We may be getting, not heads or tails exactly, but a friend. Let's just put it that way.
0: His way I see it is... Different people have different potential for abilities but if you grow up and are raised far from an active crucible then the potential may never be realized. But when you get closer like this she wouldn't be the only person where this happened. Farida was an anomaly in that she was able to develop as abilities which is probably from relation to the chrysalis process. I was going to say,
2: didn't we at one point say that Ferda's dad took her to the Crucible in the Federation? Or something where she could actually have that?
0: If we did, that is no longer a thing. That probably would have been something her mom did, since her mom is Promethean. And the Prometheans that ended up there probably brought away to do the Chrysalis process Okay,
2: okay, that's what I was say. And thinking. never
0: told the Federation where it is. Yeah, that is how a human becomes a Promethean.
2: Okay. I think it just always happened at crucibles. That's why I was like...
0: Homebrew.
3: I actually don't think that the lore explicitly says that they have to use crucibles for their creation. Oh.
0: Okay. They might have learned about the process from the crucibles. Just like how the Dendis learned how to create the Forge from the crucible. But that does not necessarily mean, at least for the Prometheans, that you need to be in a crucible. Okay. Some of the material for making the thing that the process happens in may have come from a crucible, but even far away, it can still work, which is how there are continuing to be pro
3: Plus, also, they probably could have snuck their way into the Federation. Man, it takes a while to actually recall that one, eh? <laughs> I'm just going to call it the Empire from now on. They probably snuck into the Empire through, (laughs) like, right when she was young enough to not be, uh, not be functioning on the conscious level. I don't know. There's room there to speculate and to to be creative.
0: I'm just gonna say, like, there's a way to do the Chrysalis process, because they go through it once they reach a certain age.
3: Right. In my brain, it functions a lot like the creation of Captain America, so...
0: Yeah, kind of. I mean, some cyber augmentations possibly, but yeah. Ah
3: oh, man, cyber augmentations on like Captain America would be cool.
1: <laughs> That'd be very cool. I'm not laughing at y'all. I just realized I'm stupid. I was like, "How does Anima have Esper powers?"
2: <laughs> She's from the Federation <laughs>
1: or the Alliance. She's not from the Federation. <laughs> ding <I'm> dong. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, you are made from. Crucible materials <laughs> I know!
1: I know! <laughs> oh my <laughs> It's just you know what we're talking about I was like, Anima has Esper powers too, how'd she get him? Duh <laughs> 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 I have a headache Oh, I've given myself a headache
0: so we've got looking forward to having the reunion with Anima's clan and with Dottie. We've got looking forward to seeing more of Ferda's musical career. She slowly but surely causes more and more civil unrest in the Federation. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> of course, and I love that. And then possibly seeing Vi get connected into the underworld. And what are some other things you look forward to seeing in general? Like maybe visiting. Different planets, more ships, maybe some homeworlds. Because I don't think we've actually visited a homeworld
2: No, world that would be really no. cool.
0: Uh, wait, you did. You visited on this, which was the Promethean homeworld.
2: Oh, yeah. We just sort of, yeah. We should maybe, like, try to record that or talk through that. Where Vi and Anima actually met. <laughs> Family. Talk about it, really.
1: It kind of got glossed over that it happened, but then, like, we were fried.
3: Well, the way that I've been running Farida is kind of traditional Polynesian cross with Hawaiian is what I guess my interpretation of Polynesian is. So a lot of the social sharing, it's a social meal. They are a large group. You expected just the parents, but no, it's like, The parents and the neighbor and the neighbor's neighbor and everybody on the block and everybody down the street and the entire neighborhood. (laughs) Large cookout. Mm. This is a good time for everyone. Okay. Basically. That's the dinner. The, The dinner, like, takes all day, you know? Lots of cooking. Lots of food.
0: Lots of time to talk.
3: Depends. People would probably make time to talk. I mean, there's a lot of hours in the day.
0: Anima would you have asked either Ferd's parents about certain things?
2: You're good. I mean, I think Vi would ask something, but it's, again, spoilers, so... Very
0: very private conversation about certain redacted thing.
2: Yeah. Have you heard more... This
0: feels redacted.
2: Yeah. Be alone with Ferd's dad for a few minutes and be like, have you heard any more about what Previously found out?
0: Still heard nothing, but he'll let you know if he finds anything. He's still- that's still something he's interested in figuring. Now that he's on the other side, he might has a new way to start- a new place to start searching.
1: An Anima? I would not have. That's fair. Nope. I gave myself actual psychic damage (laughs) today. Oh no. Any last
0: things people want to talk about or just highlights or overall things?
2: I always find alien biology interesting, so like completely different sort of flora or fauna. Just some sort of things to look forward to would be really fun.
0: So for season two I definitely plan on there being more exploration, more time to just stay and explore things. Which is a lot easier when you're not being, you know, hunted by countless bounty hunters and all that jazz, now that things have calmed down. So more time for exploration, learning more about the world, slowly getting to the point where we get to learn more about anima. Wasn't there a pirate meeting we were supposed to go to at some point, too? Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a core conclave, that'll eventually become a thing when I, you know, Decided it would be a good time to have that happen
2: i think there was more than one sort of loose thread that we can work on
0: you might feel free to remind me what those loose f- threads are because i kind of totally forgot about that core conclave meeting i hinted at with um
2: <laughs> <laughs> i can remember like vi's store right now and like the materials she keeps getting and just doesn't use
0: We've also got the thread of what the Federation is going to do, everyone's got their own mysteries, we've got a couple new people with their own mysteries, Spectre's got her mystery. Lots of mysteries, lots of time to explore. And hopefully maybe one day Faraday will
1: rejoin the adventure. I believe that would be like pouring gasoline on a flame.
2: Oh, that would be so fun, I know, that's though. Why I really want
1: it that to would be happen. great.
0: <laughs> What's one thing your characters are looking for as you explore, or if you, if you say you would say your character story has sort of a theme to it?
1: Recovery, reunion. Either of those would work. It doesn't have to be just a single word, but do you want a thesis statement? Like. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, please no thesis statement. I would say Vi... Oh, it's hard to put this vague and in a way. I think... On one hand, she's sort of go with the flow, but also sort of catharsis. find Either finding loss... Let's say things for the most vague word I can think of.
0: Finding your answers? Yes,
2: finding answers.
0: I guess in a way, you're all fi- looking to find answers things that happens or things that you lost. Oh, well, Vera had a bit of a different journey. A
3: little bit. But she found what she was trying to find. She's now currently at where we are in season two, finding what she's trying to find.
0: And what is she trying to find?
3: Justice, which I think has been the line from the beginning. But yeah, she's not here to to stand idly by as... People are being treated poorly.
0: Yeah, a lot to fix, and I think you might find some people who are more than willing to help out with that. Because something we didn't get quite get to see that I had planned was an unexpected connection between you and that random person you impersonated at Sinfrith's bar, Angelina. Oh yeah. Her. Oh yeah she's got a backstory in my story bible I had a plan to do something with her and I might still you are definitely not the only one looking to bring justice to some of the stuff that's going on in the Federation but the trick is finding which thread to pull to unravel it which there are some pieces missing for that but we may get to see that day on down the road got some more adventures to go on before we go back there, but we will be going back long down the road because everyone y'all might have needed to rescue has gotten out or is in the process of it. Yeah.
3: Now we just need to get the Federation out of the Federation. Change <laughs> okay. it into something more productive for its people.
0: We may get there. Certain things are starting to happen, but the dominoes for that haven't quite started falling yet.
3: They started to fall the moment they blew up a ship.
0: <laughs> we're still at those little tiny dominoes they're st- starting to get bigger <laughs> but we have some other character story stuff to piece together before things really start escalating and some pieces of the puzzle for y'all to find which we may be close to finding one in season 2 and you'll just have to listen to see what that puzzle piece is any last <laughs> comments to sign off with? I mean, I hope the people who are listening enjoy it, but I'm just having a
2: lot of fun playing it, so.
0: Yeah, it's one of those, like, I know people that are listening, I do very much hope that having as much fun listening to this as we are playing it. Because this is very special to me. It started as, like, a half-assed harebrained idea, and has definitely grown and developed a lot since then. That's a look back at the past two years, and to see what happens next on board the Opal Store.